When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet for Dads, sitting around chatting about dad stuff, stuff that's in the news, stuff that's all over the place, stuff that comes in from Dadsnet members and stuff that tells you whether you're winning or losing parenting for the week. And I'm going to uh, introduce you to the panel today based around which Dadsnet podcast they would be. There are four Dadsnet podcasts, and so there are four of us. So I think Sparky would be uh, Don't Tell Your Mum. That's the kind of showbiz one. You're the one with the showbiz job. I'll right, on the radio on that. <laughs> hey, hey. hey, well, I'll take that. That's, that feels like a win, Jim. Hi. Yeah, and Don't Tell Your Mum. I'm the sort of guy that will get up to all sorts that you shouldn't tell your mum. I think he's calling you a diva. Uh, well, what? Uh, no, I'm saying. Jim, I will not be spoken to like that. <laughs> they have a good old chat Get with Get my producer like, on the phone. They have a good old chat with all the celebrities, don't they? they you know, they have Joe Wicks and people like that on, so that's uh, that's what Brad, that's what Sparky is. Uh, Brad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Brad is the North-South dad vibe, um, because he's massively inappropriate. We found out about um, Brad's experience within minutes of having a vasectomy when he made a very oh. foolish, foolish error. And on the North-South Dad Vide, the first episode of that, uh, Cockney John was talking about having some special time with CBeebies, which is also a massively inappropriate thing to say. You know what, though? I, I've uh, when, when the boys were watching CBeebies on that stage, there are a lot of inappropriate things on that show that you can mistake for sexual innuendos. Right, so you're you're backing up Cockney Joe. I hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. I hundred percent agree. <laughs> and uh, the forthcoming how to be a dad. That's Jack. Hello, Jack. How you doing? Hello, thank you. <laughs> you you are how what are you to be a dad. For? You just get the simple straight in, dude. Hi, Jack. <laughs> I'm about to explain. Okay. I was mixing things up. You're how to be a dad. You're the one who's doing his woodwork skills, making his old tractor stations and stuff like that oh, whatever yeah, it is you've been you. doing yeah, yeah. I'll go. take that I'll take that it was, it was a compliment thank you and and I, I I'm Jim I'm Loose Dads because I'm the best of the four so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go yes Jim yes hold on though Jim if we were the Beatles who is who Oh, I'm not going to say who's Ringo, because uh, that would yeah. break us That's up That's the insult, yeah. <laughs> that, we wouldn't need a Yoko to come in here. That would be the, definitely someone storming out straight away. I know you guys are thinking about right. me for Ringo. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> Let's start with Loose Trumps. Loose Trumps is how we work out who's winning or losing parenting for the week. It's a question like a kind of top Trumps thing. It's got a numerical answer. And today we're talking screen time. Now, we talked about screen time for the kids a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. We're talking about screen time for the dads right now. How much screen time have you had today? Now, most of our uh, mobile phones and computers will have some kind of tracking device to tell you how long you've been on there. So, um, Brad... How long have you been on the screen today? Uh, the entire day since nine o'clock this morning. And you're still on there I, now? I'm still, well, I'm, I'm talking to you guys clearly, so I'm still on there. So, <laughs> so it has so, been, it's been nonstop. So and, here's, you know, it's here's like, a question. Yeah. Are we just talking phone screen time or are we talking computers as well? Well, I was going to talk computers as mm, well, okay. but we can maybe, if, can we break down the two things? Is that possible? Into recreation and work. 
Oh. Yeah, although that can be difficult as well. <laughs> you have a little think about uh, how you want to break it down, Jack. Brad's gone with all day anyway from nine o'clock. Let's be honest, it doesn't really matter. You're not, I mean, you might beat him, but uh, I think he's pledging what well, we're at about quarter to nine now. I mean, yeah. it would have been earlier, but Jack made us talk about stuff before yeah. the podcast started. Yeah, yeah. So you've been almost almost 12 hours, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's well. Is, is, that's more than twelve hours, isn't it? That's eleven and three quarter hours. That's no, less. 30, <laughs> oh no! You can tell Jim's not well. A <laughs> couple of weeks ago, I'd had the jab and I couldn't talk. And now I've got lemsip coursing through my veins and I can't talk. So that's thirteen and three quarter hours we're going for there, then, Brad. Whoa. Are we? I thought nine, yeah. nine, nine to nine is twelve, isn't it? Oh. Oh, hang on. Yeah, oh, no. oh, Jim. Was I not listening? What's going was, on, Jim? Why did I go from... I thought you said seven. No. No. <laughs> I was still asleep at seven, dude. <laughs> Twelve-hour screen time, though, man. Like, that... What, it's, you... it's... And you know what, though, dude? It's, it's, it's like that most days. I mean, my, my job is heavily involved with me, obviously, editing content and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm always stuck behind the screen. Or... If I do shoot off to the loo, I'm busy checking emails on the loo, going through Instagram on the loo, and then you come off of that, and then you've also got like the TV running in the background, you know, just as some background noise whilst you got, oh, it's just a mess, absolute mess. You're multi-screening all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling a jack, you know, like doing things and having <laughs> shows in the background. It's not healthy, man. That's it. Jack could have feasibly more than 24 hours a day of screen time because he's got true. about six screens <laughs> on. It's like a matrix shows. around his house. <laughs> yeah. like, I need an exit. Tank, get me out. <laughs> what is your answer, Jack? Uh, I, well, I don't think it's that high. Um, I had a little lie in this morning. Nice. Mm. How long till? Ten. Whoa, how did that happen? I'll work for myself. (laughs) (laughs) No boss telling me I'm late. My wife, but... um, The ultimate boss. (laughs) You've got two small children. They're like human alarm clocks. How have have you managed to sleep through that? Uh, I gave them to my wife. And then I slept. (laughs) I was... He makes it sound so simple. I was quite hungover. Ooh, ah, I right. did not want to get up, so there we go. So nice. I didn't start work till half ten-ish. So I've been on the screen since then, but it, it doesn't beat Brad. So, um, Jack, quick question. With your New Year's resolution, how's that cutting back on drinking going for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm glad to see that you used the bank holiday weekend to its full potential, mate. So Sunday as well. Like, I always think, oh, it's too much to have one on the Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been drinking my father-in-law's homebrew. So oh. I haven't been buying as much beer. Nice. Does that count? <laughs> I mean, if you've been drinking homebrew, then that's probably just half a pint, isn't it? That's a major hangover after that, from my experience. It's, it's, um, it's a, a particularly spicy one, yeah. Yeah, it's like hallucinating in all sorts, on it, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that homebrew stuff's pretty strong. I was walking into doors and all sorts. <laughs> Uh, Sparky, how about you then? Um, well, uh, breaking mine down, I suppose I do like four four hours at work earlier uh, on the screen. Like for the whole show, I'm pretty much got a screen on in front of me. And then I came home, there was a bit of little baby bum um, on the screen. And what is it called? What's the other one? Coco Melon. So that's yeah. just in the background going, the one through ten song. Um, and looking at my phone, I had two hours, uh, two and a half hours screen time on my phone today as well. Um, and half an hour of that included watching Rick and Morty whilst in the queue for the tip. Yeah. So, nice. nice. <laughs> You've been queuing for the tip and watching things again. You get yeah. through like some box sets, don't you? Do you? <laughs> Honestly, guys, I've been to the tip, uh, been at the tip more times this week than I have at my own ha- actual house. Uh, but <laughs> my garden's looking clear and I've got I rid could, of the rubbish. So it's good. I could have nice. sworn he just said I had been at the tip. <laughs> I've not, not been allowed that week this week, Brad. I've been bad. <laughs> oh, I thought that was your reward for clearing the garden. <laughs> well, I'm working on it, boys. I'm working on it. So, yeah, um, I'd say. Uh, Eight. I have had an hour's nap today, so that there was no screen. Oh, time, so. Jesus. You guys are making me so jealous. There's so much sleeping going on and none of it's mine. I honestly, and and I, I kept us up until one o'clock this morning watching a documentary on the Yorkshire 
Rupert. So, like, <laughs> I'm really tired. We're not that <laughs> tired if you're watching bullshit like that, mate. No, no, that's the thing. Because same here. Like, getting no sleep. But also, at night time, it's like, oh, let's just watch one more episode exactly, of that. Come on, exactly. Exactly. One more. I'll make that. The only reason I'm getting sleep this week is it's, it's half term. So, SJ's off for two weeks. So, my normal, where I'd normally have Jackson, she's got him. And so, I'm just going to go and sit upstairs on the bed. An hour and a half later, I come down looking a bit sleepy-eyed. I won. Very nice. So, uh, Jim, you know what they call it? It, it? What we do is it's genuinely called uh, bedtime procrastination or like bedtime rage or something like that. Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, to sort out your bedtime procrastination, go to the loo and have masturbation. Sorts it out. <laughs> and that stops you watching rubbish on Netflix. Exactly. And there'll be more handy rhymes from Brad every week on the podcast to yes. help you get to sleep. Eminem, I'm coming for you. <laughs> the problem is, Brad, your suggestion doesn't cut back the screen time. <laughs> well, not unless you're an imaginary guy. Like you should, like to use your imagination. Old school, as I like to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. It takes so much longer, though, doesn't it? I mean, God, there's that particularly sexy bottle of matey on the side. <laughs> Are we trying to be more inappropriate than the North-South Dad Vide? I think we're getting there. Game yeah. on. I think so. I think so. What about you, Jim? What's your screen time? Well, and, and can, and can we, sorry, can we actually believe his numbers considering the math issue he's just had with mine? <laughs> I've written these ones down. Oh, good, good, good. There you go. <laughs> so I looked at my phone and it said three hours, 28 minutes, which is quite a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I thought, but you know, I, I work on my phone quite a bit. I, I run some people's social media and stuff. So that's kind of... You know, that, that's fine. I have spent nearly two hours on social media, but I've not done that many posts for the companies. I've just spent a lot of time on my own social media, not even posting. I don't, I've not posted one thing on my own Twitter, and that's about it. And then five hours 40 on my laptop, which seems like I'm a part-timer, really, doesn't it? I mean... <laughs> Come on, Jim, you said you were busy. Like... <laughs> There's a lot of procrastination. <laughs> well, you know Brad's answer to that. I, I am aware of that. <laughs> Problem is, during the day, that's just more procrastination, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I also do the thing, those things weren't sort of separate from each other as well. Does anyone do that when you're working? And you're working, and anytime you have to think of something, I immediately just grab my phone and I scroll through my phone and I'm not even looking at it but I'm just using that time to think about what I'm trying to write or what I'm trying to do I do it if something's loading or or I'm rendering a video out or something like that I'll pick up my phone and then I'm there 20 minutes later and the thing rendered in one minute you know yeah I'm like I'm just scrolling through guitars it's so easy (laughs) to get stuck down that wormhole man oh yeah it's terrible and I keep saying to myself I keep saying I'm gonna just not use social media apart from work I'm not going to use it it's just full of horrible opinions and nasty people and stuff like that and then I'm still on there going oh I'm so angry about this and it's like <laughs> why am I trying to make myself so angry all the time it, it's so annoying way it like gets you isn't it Jim it'd be like oh hey Jim posted for the first time in a while on Instagram you want to come and look at this oh the push yeah. the case is like oh Jim's posted I better have a look like it's, it's he'd be so in. obsessed if I don't look at it yeah. <laughs> well, hold on though you know what I actually do that to Shay though because like she, she doesn't go onto Instagram that much or she does but she's like a lurker and like if I post something and then I'll look at her and she's scrolling on her phone and she'll go past my post I'll be like why didn't you like that? Oh, <laughs> why, yes. Why didn't you just hit the uh, the heart? What 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 is wrong with me that you don't love me? Why is it not popping out the feed to you? Why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I you mean, can... if you need someone to uh, manage your social media, let me uh, let me know. <laughs> Jim Colson Limited. He's available. <laughs> J- J- Jim's invoice. I work from nine a.m. to nine p.m. and I'm charging you thirteen and a half hours. <laughs> We've all got to play the game somehow. We all have to play the game somehow. So this is Loose Dads. It's the five of us here. Um, that was a joke, by the way, just in case people really thought I'd got that was a joke about nice. The four of us here, and we're going to be talking about the big stories in the news, and we've got a question from a Dad's Net Facebook group member coming up as well. All on the way on Loose Dads. This is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. We're going to be looking at a question set to us by a Dad's Not... 
Dad's <laughs> net Facebook group member. I'm not on form today, am I? <laughs> You're not very well, this, though, Jim. We should put our arms around you and say you've got a bit of a sniffle there, mate. We'd be, we'd be giving you a cowpaw and putting you to bed if you were, were my son. I think they need to add this to the disclaimer list for reasons not to get the COVID jab just because <laughs> <Yeah>. it does <laughs> impact. <laughs> if you are a podcaster... <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks today, so who knows? You know, then maybe that's when the side effects start. You might start talking rubbish, not being able to talk words or do maths. Uh, we've got a week off next week, and uh, maybe that's right. I just need to sit for a, you need two s- weeks. You need some downtime, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, let's do the news. Uh, so in the news today, a lot of people on a COVID vaccine point, um, people have been talking about uh, COVID passports and how the, the way the government works at the moment is to suggest something, see what the reaction is, then to go, well, we weren't really suggesting that. And then if some enough people like it, go, well, we were suggesting it. <laughs> so there's all these things reopening next week, like um, pub beer gardens and gyms and stuff you don't gonna you're not gonna need a passport for that but they might add it in in a few weeks time and it's an interesting sort of debate because there's these things like going to the gym getting your hair cut these things that make you feel better about yourself these things that can be that kind of break from parenting during the day going out doing your own thing at the gym and if you're gonna have to go and show a passport that you've either had the vaccine or you've got the antibodies because you've had it and you're okay or you've had a negative test that's gonna it is gonna make it difficult for some people to do that but is that the price that we pay to get back to doing those things that we enjoy those things that are our break from being in the house all the time with the kids i think it's an interesting one i have absolutely no idea sparky where do you stand on this um I just think it's really an interesting situation with the, the the passports thing because someone said this to me, like, imagine you go and do a full day's work. We get into the next stage of the lockdown and ease. You go and do a full day's work. You've done an eight hour shift, public facing, you work in Tesco's, and then you go to the pub and you haven't got your vaccine passport and they go, sorry, you can't come in. But you've worked an eight hour shift publicly facing the, you know, facing the public mm-hmm. and being, putting yourself at the same risk you would probably be in the pub. And that would insult anybody who had to to work um so i think that's i mean my answer to that would be don't forget it like if you went to the airport and you were going to go to (laughs) florida and you didn't have your passport i wouldn't say oh get on anyway because you know it's not fair you've you've saved up for it i'd say don't forget your passport no i mean sorry jim i mean uh, like if you haven't had the vaccine because like if you're under if you're 25 years old you know you might have to be waiting another month or half uh, month and a half to be getting your vaccine but the pubs are going to be open this is my problem with it what the young bloods like me do yeah i'm not having this vaccine for ages yeah just need to have it's a, just going to uh, be old people in the pubs. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> Jim will be, be walking up to the bar for his pint of ale. It's bitter. It'd be, it'd be Jim and my what, granddad. You can all sit in the car. I'll bring out a packet of crisps and a Coke for you. I'm going to go back in and have a pint. Well, it, but, it, it seems he, like, Jim, you'll have uh, uh, access to a ton of designated drivers. <laughs> That's true. There you go. All my unvaccinated friends. Oh, amazing. But I, I think it is, to be fair, it's... Um, of the vaccine certificate or it's a negative test so if you've had a negative test you can show that i mean okay that, the problem is but in your tesco example you could have the negative test in the morning and then yeah. just be full of covid people spitting in your face all day and then you know it is a tough one though isn't it it is a tough tough debate really it really is and i mean i don't have any problem with it i think whatever we can do to move forward like come on just here you go mate have a look at that like i, I think what information gets taken out of you whenever you sign up to an app or all of this information that people don't seem worried about when they're getting something free from an app, but they're worried about this identity. This, I've heard the COVID passport be compared to an identity card. They're like saying, oh, well, this is, a, this is basically an ID card. Then I'm carrying this around and I have to, to show you this and I might be discriminated against. That, that's an argument. It's not my argument. It's mm. an argument I've heard and I've gone, all right, but surely do we all just want to get to the bit where we're, out of lockdown and we're all proving that well we've done our best to beat covid let's let's not worry about people having your personal details everyone's got your personal yeah details. like come on that's, what that's more is there to happened. Nick? exactly like, 
I don't get that argument because all these people are like, oh, they're carrying an iPhone going, oh, well, I'm, oh, I won't, I don't want this. Uh, like, I don't want people stealing my information. They've either got an Alexa or they're carrying an iPhone. Yeah. And I'm not saying those people are recording you, but they're I think you. I, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think for me, I'm going to sound very uh, American Republican here, but that is an infringement on my civil liberties. <laughs> um, I, I, I personally don't like the idea. Um, and that's mainly from my perspective that I'm, I, I get the point of this vaccine. I'm not an anti-vaxxer in any way, shape or form, but this one just makes me nervous for whatever reasons. That's just my personal view on it. And there are a lot of people who don't want to get it, but you're almost saying, well, if you don't get it, you can't have any sort of norm- normal life. And I think it's a tough position position to put people in. And I think that's probably where a lot of the uproar would come from. And I know a lot of people say, yeah, but then if you want to live a normal life, get the vaccine and just jog on and carry on, you know, but it's, it's, I guess it kind of feels like you're forcing people who I, I you kind of, it feels like you're forcing people to make a decision that they wouldn't normally make. Just get I the vaccine. The, don't be a dick. But it's, <laughs> my, it's, 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 it's not that simple, dude. My question on that would be, though, also, (laughs) if you don't want to have the vaccine, that's fine. That is your choice. You can choose that. Mm. But then everyone else has the right to not have you in the pub. Yeah. (laughs) But but the thing is, like, it's never been done before in anything that's been contagious. So when you have these measles outbreaks that actually do end up being, it's not the measles that's the bad thing, but it's all the secondary infections that follow that end up that are quite fatal. But anyone that's never been vaccinated against any other disease has never had to carry around proof that they have or haven't had it. Yeah, right, but science right. and so medicine has yeah, never This been one shut the world down, before. Brad. Like, this one changed yeah. everything. Like, it stopped the world. It's literally crippled every economy I, in the, and on I, the planet. I, I, I this is the first it. time science, medicine and technology have all been as advanced as they are now, where we can actually feasibly go through something like this and have it work. I think my my perspective on it is I even with this and this might just be a pessimist to me, but I don't think this is going away for a very long time. And I think this is dare I say it futile. Oh. Without, but isn't without that ruffling too many feathers. Brad, that's more of a reason to it's more of a reason to have the people with the vaccine then, because then they're going to have it lessened. If it's still going to be around, then, you know, you're not kind of uh, bringing in any more of this illness and everyone that's around has got, it's got a sort of lessened condition. Uh, well, so, life, life's can, not can, just about you, like not you specifically, Brad, but life's not just about you. It's about people. It's about the people around you. Like even Not even your family, but just people you meet in the street, people you meet in the pub. Don't, be a dick to them like you can have this vaccine and lessen everyone's chances and then we can all have a nice drink in the pub and everything's lovely yeah and it might stick around brad like you're saying but at least we've done everything we can to try and push it forward in that right direction so i I thought uh, i thought the british mentality was you know uh, carry on stiff up a lip all this sort of stuff like why let's not whinge about a vaccine uh, uh, dude, honestly, that that that, that persona <laughs> of the British just Empire. Me ruffling Brad's Here he is. No, 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 no. Don't wind up the South African. Don't. No. <laughs> it's my favourite thing to do. Oh, yeah, but honestly, though, that British mentality of stuff up a lip had died a long time ago. <laughs> well, no, but like when the, but, when the, we had the first lockdown, everyone was you know in it together, and we're all clubbing together. And isn't this the good old British way? And no, I think got- everyone was just happy to be home in the sunshine and some people getting paid to stay at home, dude, let's be honest. <laughs> it wasn't about let's do this together, you know. Um, but anyway, my, 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 the reason why I, I, I say it is because from what my understanding is, this, this seems to be similar to flu, which mutates constantly and consistently. Um, the vaccine, just because you're vaccinated, it doesn't guarantee long immunity even if you get it your immunity like i probably don't have immunity anymore if i'm on if i probably did a test i've probably lost it by now um and it's just based, sorry based on what science they, they 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 well this was ages ago they said that the um antibodies last roughly around five months right okay so 
And it, the, the flu connection's not quite no, right. No, but what, I'm, but what I mean, though, is, is, is flu. Like, when you have the flu vaccine, it's probably redundant because there's a new mutation on and around. So what I'm saying is if you've got the COVID vaccine, like, we've just had those recent variants that have come in. And will this vaccine properly protect you against that i don't know this is it's it's i mean it's but all that's new. not an excuse not to have it though is it that's an excuse to i didn't say it was it and, no, and i didn't say it was I well was, I that said, seems to be what you're saying though no i said that this is this is just going into why i was saying that i think it's futile i didn't say that that's not one of my reasons not to get it one of my reasons is i just i just don't feel it not that i don't feel the process is right i just something just doesn't feel right for me with this vaccine in particular. That'd be that COVID you had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know... It feels a bit off, doesn't it? Like the um, ways I thought... Think, ways I always bring it back to think about, just in the most simple terms, is before Corona came along, like you had a problem, you went to your doctor and you trusted what your doctor told you and what your prognosis was and what your treatment should probably be, right? Now we've got coronavirus. All of the scientists in our country have worked together and gone, well, this is the prognosis and this is what we think the treatment should be. And it's everybody get a vaccine and move forward. And... Why would you do it before? And then now, because we've had a global pandemic, which should heighten that feeling inside your soul, you suddenly think, ah, oh, no, you know what? Nah. They were they were making vaccines in the 1900s when you think yeah. that technology no. is terrible. So we are, no. No. we can I, do this, I, mate. <laughs> I, I, I will just give you my two penneth on that one is um, previous, previous uh, vaccines have had a long-term studies done to them. And the only reason that I feel uncertain about this is because it's it's been made using new technology which is mrna i think which is pretty much using uh, human human dna to actually create which might be an amazing advancement in vaccines it might might be one might be one of the best things that ever happened in terms of and enhancements in vaccines but that's the part that because it's so brand new for me i'm just like you know because it's all new no one knows if there would ever be long-term effects or if there wouldn't so that's the nervous side of me, and I, I and I get it, guys. I mean, if everyone did smash it and everyone got it, this thing would probably die out, you know, because if, if everyone was able to get it quick enough, then, you know, chances are it would die out. But that's, for me, that's my only reservation is because it's so brand new and I'm a little bit, maybe I'll say I'm scared. Brad, okay, what if you could, wanted to go somewhere and you're that your kids weren't allowed to go because they hadn't been vaccinated and you said they're not getting vaccinated so you couldn't go to Disneyland maybe. Let's just say you were planning that. Would that change your mind? Like, because then that's affecting your life. Get your civil only, rights are important. The only time, <laughs> and I've said this to Shay, the only time I will ever get vaccinated <laughs> is if they force it for travel. <laughs> that's it. Mickey Mouse comes along and suddenly Dude, Brad's like, I'm in guys, freaking jab me if I, if I end If I end up growing an extra penis in four years time or a tail or antenna, so be it. But I've said that that is like, that's my one caveat is... If they said you have to supply, you know, um, documentation to say you've had it before you can travel, I'd be like, well, I miss traveling so much. I would just have to do it. All those things of- sound like superpowers, though. And <laughs> oh, I know, right? To me, yeah, that's a bit yeah, of a bonus. <laughs> it's good to have a spare of anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all need an origin story. And, and especially you know? with me getting older, you know, one might stop functioning properly, so it'd always be good to have a backup. <laughs> I think my, my favorite thing about the, uh, the, the vaccine passport or the COVID passport is all the people who originally were saying, oh, it only affects the old people. Let them stay inside and we'll go out and live our lives. And now the ones going, hang on, it's not fair. They're going to be able to go out and we're going to have to stay inside. <laughs> oh, the world. Amazing. Uh, Jack, do you have a new story to bring to the table? Uh, yeah. So um, it's sort of, sort of got a natural selection feel to it, this story. Um, nice. Some uh, trespassers have been photographed uh, pushing a pushchair along a railway line. What? Um, okay. So it's the uh, the railway line that was used in the railway children film, and apparently they always have problems with people going on and wanting photos on it. But it's still an operating train line. Oh, and it's like the Keithley don't... and Worth Valley Railway, I believe. Oh, that'd be it. Yeah, I, th- I knew yeah. it was your neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, just over the hill from us. What? And people are posing on it. There's people pose on it, but but this time someone's taken their pushchair and their kids on it. Oh I, I'm, I'm all for natural selection, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Darwin <laughs> Awards. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. bring your kids into it. Oh, don't bring on. your yeah. kids into it. 
We all got to get them Instagram likes. You were talking about that earlier, Brad. <laughs> like, yeah. you're get, but when you're risking your child's life on a train track to get a photo, you're a knob. Um, you're yeah. an idiot. What goes yeah. through people's yeah. minds? You don't understand it, do you? What they go? This seems like a perfectly logical thing to be doing right <laughs> I now. I mean, well, if you think about it, like, wasn't it only like maybe a year or two ago where there was that parent in the states who had their child sitting like by the fence of like a um, like a lion? Uh, it, was, it was like a some wild animal, and the, the animal ended up pulling the kid through the bars into the actual pen or whatever it was. Brilliant! It's, like it's exactly it's like 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 why are you endangering your kid, you idiot? Like, but that picture must have been good. A shark. <laughs> oh, but did they get a good boomerang of it? <laughs> Sorry, can you do? Could, would you mind grabbing him through the bars again? Yeah, I didn't yeah, quite yeah. have the boomerang ready. <laughs> Wow, it's, it's important. It's definitely important. Well, that, that that could end like what was that movie back in the eighties? I mean, I want in my head it says Stand by Me, but I don't know if that was correct. Where all the kids were on the train line and the one's leg got clamped, and then they all managed to get off. And then I'm sure it was like with River Phoenix when he was like, "I mind you, Jack, this might be too. Uh, it might be Stand too by far. Me. Stand, stand by Me is they do walk along the train line. I'm trying to remember. Wasn't that like where, where, dead body, where, where they where the the train clamps on the one's leg and they try and get him out, and then they, he pretty much gets run over whilst the rest of them leg it. I mean, this sounds like any of those public information films we used to watch in school. <laughs> Don't go near the train tracks. Electricity. Right me. Death. There was one I always remember. They just it ended with him closing his bedroom door and these football boots were hung up because he'd never use his football boots again. And it's, oh my goodness. I mean, it sounds like we need to reintroduce those films. Because, <laughs> yes. Because it turns out people are still stupid. <laughs> well, if they need anyone to be terrible at acting, like most of the people in those films were. I am up for that. <laughs> Could happily do that. Uh, Sparky, have you got a new story? Uh, yeah, mine's food-related, boys. Um, how do you like your breakfast in the morning? What's your ideal breakfast? I like mine with a kiss. Hey. Hey. Well, you've got to be a bit nicer to me tonight, Jack. And, uh, we'll see how your morning plays out. No, uh, okay. If you get, are we into fry ups, boys? Brad, have you fully embraced the British fry up since emigrating I, here? I tell you what, I do love a fry up. I don't do it much, but it is good. Okay, solid, solid uh, variety. Although I don't, I don't seem to eat much bacon anymore. I, I try and stay away from bacon. Um, okay, well, uh, the pro. The, this is like we're so passionate in this country about a fry up that it, this has made news because a woman has upset the internet community because she's posted a photo on Rate My Plate. Follow it. It's a great post on a great page on Twitter. On Rate My Plate, she's posted her fry up and she accompanies it with full gravy all over everything oh and it's what? caused uproar yeah and i just god even even jim <laughs> jim, jim that the, our resident northerner who has a cup of gravy before bed <laughs> yeah, yeah no you need to you need to gargle with it yeah obviously <laughs> but still that's a that is a step too far surely yeah. egg and gravy what sort of animal are you to oh like, dude no. Is this, it's, it's not like the video. Did you see the video about a year or so ago where the woman, it was an American woman talking about how to make a British cup oh of tea. God. And it was clearly, oh. she was taking the piss, but it caused so much uproar. You know, she's like, put it in the cold water, stick it in the microwave. And, oh. <laughs> and you know, that's, that's the thing that, that I only discovered probably about eight years ago is the fact that Americans don't have kettles. And that's why, because it's, 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 I think it's something to do with the, um, because we're, we're 240 volts and I think they're 120 or something. They don't, they don't have enough voltage to actually heat a kettle. So that's why you really? always see that. That's why you'll always see them like boiling their, ke their kettle on a, on a stove or, um, wow. in the microwave. I thought that was just for effect in movies. I have just learned that from you right now, Brad. I didn't know that. <laughs> Coming out though. Or we're going to wait for Jim to jump in and go, actually, that is completely inaccurate, Brad. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, no. I, uh, I, I don't like to think about countries that don't have cups of tea. <laughs> cups of tea. <laughs> Jim's going to start a GoFundMe for him so they can up their voltage. Yeah, exactly. Poor Come America. Let's th they've been through a lot these last few years, but this is the thing they need to brighten themselves up. I mean, Boston Tea Party, that was a bit of a waste then, really. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, That's why they just put it all in the river. Like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> is, is this right? how you make the tea? Where do we put the sugar? <laughs> Sorry. Right, we'll do a news story about it and just annoy the whole of England whilst they look at us misused tea. <laughs> 
Oh, what was that? Um, oh, this uh, this is going to be half memories. The Damien Lewis was in a, a big American TV series where he was like a he was suspected as being a traitor. Homeland. Homeland. Homeland, yes. Yes. The, what I love that in the first series of that, one of the big plot twists was based around a, a box of Yorkshire tea. There was was, a thing it? Where, was yeah. it? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, it, um, he, I was going to say spoiler alert. If you've not seen that, even I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was about 15 years ago. But um, she, the woman, can't remember her name. Carrie, she was watching Carrie Matheson. Him. Carrie, yes, oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. She was watching him on surveillance and his wife came in and just went, oh, here's your Yorkshire gold. We've still got this. And then later on, she was saying, oh, you know, we could get you a drink. We don't have Yorkshire gold, but we could have something else. And he's like, whoa, how do you know I like that? <laughs> and that is the power of Yorkshire tea across across the Atlantic. <laughs> uh, Jim's proudest my... moment, he cried. He's like, go Yorkshire. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, it's associated with traitors, but I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Brad, what's your new story? Um, um, all right, guys. So mine is pretty like far out there, man. Um, so scientists want to open up sperm banks on the moon. Why? Uh, because they've realized we've messed up Earth so much <laughs> that we need a contingency plan. And um, the best idea is to go and build some bunkers on... Um, some spunkers. The, uh, some spunkers. spunkers. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dad. Hello. Yes, <laughs> dude, that's a genius one. Um, yeah. So basically, they 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 want to um, they want to get money to go and do this because uh, they reckon that we will go extinct at some point in the near future, and that right. is our saving grace. So they so they're going to be out there just for us to bring back anytime we've <sighs> run out of. Yeah, I don't know what the plan is, to be honest, dude. Is it they want to now go and inhabit the moon and, and screw that place up, even though there's no real natural, like, rivers and livestock yeah. and anything vegetation there? Is Ve- we could go there. Right. There we go. Yeah, vegetation's... At- yeah, I mean, you'd be screwed there as a vegan, Yeah, no, dude. I'm done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe you're right, Jim. Maybe the idea is to go out there and get some seminal fluid and then bring it back. Do, You're does, right, love. I'm just popping up to the moon. I'll be back in a- <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's a long way to go for a deposit in a cup, isn't it, guys? So, <laughs> That's it. Do, you, do we make the deposits on Earth and then send it up, or do I, you have to go up? You know what, dude? You, these are good questions. These are I mean, great. <laughs> how good's your aim? I can hit the headboard. I'm not sure I can get to the moon, though, guys. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine that you're sitting on the moon and you're trying to make a deposit? You're like, what's the reception up here? I need to get some 4G or 5G to go view my favourite films. <laughs> I don't know. You've, you've probably got a really good view of Uranus. So. If you need something to start you off. But gravity, guys. You fellas are going to be going off everywhere. There's no gravity <laughs> on the moon. Catch it. In the car. Catch it. <laughs> Just, like, Jim's head in his hands. I, How do I save this show? Yeah. <laughs> Bring I it can back, just Jim. see this though. I can see this being the new Saturday night game show. You know, <laughs> like a total wipeout type of thing. But I've got wipeout. the name. Shoot for the moon. Who knew there would be so many puns in this section? <laughs> oh dear. But one thing that would be a bitch about this whole thing, and, and obviously I know there are tons of people that have had um, fertility issues. Um, but like, what about if you have that issue? You go grab some, some semen from the moon come back and then it doesn't work and then you gotta jump back up there go get some more come back down doesn't work yeah it seems That's like the plot to a sci-fi movie like we leave some up there in a bunker and then some aliens <laughs> land on the moon from spunker. another planet in a spunker yeah. sorry yeah. some yeah. aliens yeah. land on it from another planet and they put some their plasma on our plasma and then oh we bring it back God. down to earth to repopulate and then we make superhumans like they wouldn't know what it is they'd go oh look oh a human delicacy oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to add this to my fry up <laughs> <laughs> it's the new gravy on the moon guys it's the baby new gravy. gravy baby gravy dude <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, okay. Jim, let's do something, Jim. We've got Should we to- just move on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've lost because, it. you know, 
We have got a question from a Dad's Net member coming up, and he's going to be listening to this going, oh, I wonder when they're going to get to my question. Oh, they're, they're talking about all the relevant stuff. Yeah, I'm interested in COVID pass, but what the hell are they talking about with the moon? <laughs> hey, if you don't take advice off a guy that came up with the pun spunker, what's wrong with you? <laughs> We're going to answer that question very soon. It is Loose Dads uh, from the Dad's Net. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, and we're going to go into a question that we've got from a Dadsnet member. The big question of the week. The big question of the week. Today's question comes from Gary on the Dadsnet Dads community group. He says, I need Dad's help. Uh, My 10-year-old daughter wants a phone. I don't know how I feel about it. Number one, why does she think that she needs one? And number two, the girls in her classes are all mean to her at the moment. She still likes to play with her dolls. So I'm worried that they're going to bully her on her phone as well as in school. What do you all think? Which is, that's a big question. And... um, I've, my first thing I thought about that was that, you know, if they're mean to her, but she's still doing that, then go her, you know, standing yeah, yeah, up for yeah, what yeah. she wants Hell to yeah. do. Uh, Gary, your daughter sounds ace. Um, phones for kids. When do you start to get them? Brad, are you at that level yet? You know what? Yours, we, we, are, we, are, we are getting there. I, I, I empathize with him 100% because we're at that sort of position where our eldest is he's got mates who have phones and I'm like, man, he's nine, nine years old. That feels like so young to have mm-hmm. phones. But then it comes down to, as he's, he's exactly said is they start to feel left out. They start to feel they're not as special as their friends. They start to get picked on or they start to get ragged on for not having a phone. And I'm like, I, for me, for me, I, I, I am happy to get him a phone once he goes to secondary school. For me, yeah. once once I've got to pop him on a bus and he's got to, you know, take a bus to school and whatnot. And it's something I can't drop him off at school anymore. Um, then I'm happy for him to have a phone because if there's an emergency, he can call me, etc. I can see the, the logical sense to that. To get him a phone just so he can go on those annoying apps and those annoying <laughs> games, I can't justify that. And uh, Gary, as, as Jim said, massive props to your daughter for sticking to her guns. And and I think the, the the important thing for us to do is I think we spoke about it previously once on a, on one of the pods was about building resilience in your kids, you know. And it sounds like she's she's on her way to it. To be fair, I mean, if she's being picked on for certain behaviors and she's not changing it because she enjoys it, then it sounds like she's she's going to be a resilient kid. And I think she'll probably pretty much be okay. Um, but yeah, I I I, I can't. I can't. I can't say when. Uh, other than secondary school, for me is the right is the right stage. Yeah, I, I was thinking sort of secondary school. Maybe uh, in the last year of primary school, they're allowed to walk themselves to school. I was thinking we might think about it then, depending yeah. on kind of what happens. But yeah, secondary school seems kind of when they have to go further and they're yeah. doing their own thing. And I think that that seems sort of sensible to me. Like there is, I think there may be kids in my daughter's class she's seven who have them now and to me that's you know you don't need it you don't need when you're getting taken to school and back and you know you're you're constantly with your parents anyway I don't really see the point for it unless she's going to become a TikTok TikTok star and make me famous and rich Uh, maybe she'll be a star with TikToks maybe Tic Tac TikTok is the next sort of meme Minty Fresh I've just invented it for my seven-year-old daughter. Who knows? <laughs> Push her, Jim. Definitely you better buy her a phone. You better yeah. buy her a phone immediately. But like, as I said once before in one of the uh, the episodes as well, is there's that that device, I think it's called the Space Watch, which is pretty much like getting them a phone, but like heavily restricted. So like if you were worried about, you know, she had to go out or whatever and, and, and there's like, like a the built-in GPS. Yeah, it's like, like that, a built-in that. GPS on it so you can you can see where they are. If they need to phone, you can program certain people that they can only phone and you can phone the watch and so and you can text it and they can text it so maybe that's an idea but it it just depends on like why she's being bullied or her, or her mates saying oh because she's not on these apps and i tend to find that that's what i've witnessed it being is they're all on playing something like roblox 
and one, you know my Logan might get picked on because he's not on it as much or or what's the um oh what's the what's the other big one not 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 a Half Life what's the no, 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 no. There's like is a... Is it the one that are going right? Is it Words with Friends? It's Words it's with words Friends. Yeah, <laughs> words with Friends. One. Yes, yes, yes. Um, no, it's that... It's like the Cluedo-type mystery one, is it, that they all play no, together? No, no, no. Right? It's about where they go in and you can create your character with this whole, like, world. Oh, and-, and then you fly a plane... And you can land it on all these different places. Is that right? That's, is that no, right, that's, Sparky? That, that's Sparky's one. No here. loser hey would be on something like that. Sure. Hold on, sounds pretty God. good to me, guys. I would be slacking that off. God, guys, I'm having a total mental farcher on what the game is. But basically, all of they, all of the, 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 all of his mates play it, and because he doesn't have a phone, he doesn't play it. And they, you know, and when they're at school, they, they, they're like, oh, you, you know, you suck. You don't have the game. You don't play the game. Oh, your dad hasn't given you a phone. Blah blah blah. So, um, it's, yeah, it's a lot of peer pressure that comes with that shit. But it's it's got nothing to do with, oh, I've got a phone so I can phone my parents in an emergency. It's purely down to but, what games they can then play. And that's it. As a parent, as a parent, you think about it from a safety perspective. Yeah. You think, right, I need to be able to get hold of my kid. Yeah. And so, yeah, in my head, secondary school makes sense. Three, too early. Yeah. Uh, I won't be getting Jake one just yet. Um, <laughs> what? But, but, but for kids, it's it's a completely different thing and i guess you know for me i think secondary school because that's when i got my first phone because i was getting the bus and needed that extra level of contact with my parents yeah but then jack you're in a very different generation to me (laughs) yes (laughs) yes your parents gave you 20p didn't they too yeah exactly (laughs) went to london and back with that 20p (laughs) (laughs) and we were grateful (laughs) but i'm just wondering if we we actually need to adjust how we look at it and you know it because for kids it's not just about safety that's not yeah 100%. that's not their biggest thing that's not mm. their biggest issue with it so yeah so our reasoning for why they can't have it until later doesn't make any sense to them when they can have an ipad and they can have you know access to a computer and all this sort of stuff so why can't they then have access to this other device it's them, weird. I can see. I can see why they would think that's not fair at that point. Yeah, I, I know that's not Gary's situation, but thinking about your situation, Brad. But well, Gary for me as well, though, dude. Like, I, I, I worry about my kids getting suckered into uh, social media, so mm. I, I would have to clamber down on that because, uh, I mean, social media is is a hard thing for adults to grasp and to understand without taking it too too much to heart definitely with kids i mean like oh i could just imagine like logan would be bro- like his heart would be broken if he put up something and someone said something bad about it yeah he's mm-hmm. so sensitive that i'd like to you know like safeguard him a little bit from mm-hmm. it so i'm kind of like whilst i help him build up his resilience so if i did now i agree with you um but I would have to restrict the hell out of that phone. I say, I always think that I will, you know, there's those um, mirroring apps and all sorts of stuff where you can literally go in and go, right, what messages have they been sending? And like, uh, not, yeah. not, not that I'm not that I want to micro them, but yeah. just to have eyes on it, to make sure there's, there's not that social media bullying or whatever. Yeah. It, I mean, it is such a, a sort of unknown world as well. Anyway, that that's so important. That was that would be important to me. Yeah. Uh, for when the time comes that yeah. she has her phone, because yeah, I you know that can be all sorts of stuff. You know, you know how it is for for adults, as you say. You know, the abuse that some adults can get for yeah. no reason, and you know, kids for kids to get that. Oh my goodness. Sure. So yeah. That'd be, so that some would of the be... some of the abuse I fire at you though, Jim, isn't for no reason. <laughs> no, okay, no. Some of it is well grounded. That's right. No one's saying the truth here though. In terms of like, I know what I've got. Jackson's fifteen months old, right? And I know already. He he understands that the phone works the TV. Like we've got a Chromecast, mm. and so there's going to come a point in my life where he's going to be wanting to take my phone off me so he can play games. So he's getting his own game. Uh, he's getting his own phone at four because there's no way, like, I'm giving my phone to him. The amount of parents I see just will. Like, I've got an iPhone 12. I'm not saying that so people can rob me. I'm not, but I'm not giving him my phone so he can smash the screen. So I will yeah. buy him an old crappy phone and restrict the hell of it out of it. Like what you're saying, Brad. A lot of that is sensible, but surely, as the world that we're living in now, it should be so much easier to go. Yeah. 
only can download games or, you know, I think there's a Google lock thing, which I did with my nephews. So they had to ask me for every app they downloaded. So I was just right, keeping yeah. an eye on making sure they were only downloading fun games. And so, yeah, I think, I think you could probably go earlier, Gary. And this is, I'm the new dad on the scene here. Like I'm, I'm, I'm walking into this with completely different viewpoint of going, well, he understands that the phone works already and he's one and a half. Like, there's all them negative things that come with the mobile phone too, which I can, it's my job to protect him from that, not to protect him from a phone. If a phone's going to help, it's gonna, he's going to be, in his life, most likely going to need to use a phone. You know, and it's, it's, just, it's just part of life now. It's just part of life now. So I think the, the secondary school thing, as soon as you said that, Brad, I'm like, agree, hard agree. Like, that would be the time I think a kid needs a phone. Hmm. But you might want to give them one earlier if they keep wanting your phone. Or- well, see, the, the other res- reservation I have is, I mean, I love my kids to bits, but I don't trust them to be responsible with shit, dude. <laughs> like, and if I go and I buy them a phone, I guarantee that is going to go missing very soon. <laughs> Well, just oh, don't I buy mean, them an iPhone 12. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. a Nokia 3210. They're indestructible, boys. Remember oh them? Yes, Get him an Android yes. that actually has Gorilla Glass on the front instead yeah, of that yeah, stupid... Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, what you mean? <laughs> this podcast is not going to turn. This is not going to turn into an iPhone Android battle <laughs> Guys, because it's, down it's, that it's, way, it's, madness lies. I was, was going to say it, 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 there is no battle, Jim, when it comes to Android being the king. Um, but anyway, oh, moving yeah. on, guys. Uh, Look, maybe this guys, is what the Gary was really asking. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this is what Gary was asking. He was saying, "I'm getting her a phone." iPhone <laughs> well, Gary, what I would say is, have you thought of the Motorola Razor? <laughs> you, you know what? Flip. You know what? They they actually they've made a new one. They've they've replicated. No, they have, yeah. and I think I think Motorola have actually called it a Razor again. It's exactly the flip phone. I'm googling it they've straight brought, after this podcast. They've brought it back. They've brought it back, and I tell you what, there was some serious nostalgia looking at that man. <laughs> You felt like you were the top boy. Like I had the silver one and my girlfriend at the oh. time had the pink one and we were like oh. fucking posh and becks of our schoolmates. This is this is this is the this is the magical thing about being older is the fact that like we've witnessed like the changes in mobile phones, like through having like no colour to having two tone colour, which the which was more like a, a black and a blue, to then eventually getting CGA graphics and then they like and then flip phones came. It was just, it was magical time, guys. And from when they were really big to when they went really, really small. small. And then they went really big. Everyone tried to make them as small as they could. And then I think one of the first ones I got was a Samsung Note. Because that was like Samsung's attempt then of getting big again on the on the things. And everyone took the piss out of me. That thing is so huge. But I'm like, look at the size of the display. And now everything's just gone massive again. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least but of all the different trials we've had, all the different mobiles, Gary, you'll know which is the right one you need to get for your daughter. Uh, there's lots of choice. We say Motorola Razor. Uh, that's yes. what we seem to have a grand consensus on here. Nokia 3310. And I think of all of the stuff we've talked about today on this podcast, that is the most important thing that we've come out with. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, consider your question answered. Uh, This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. We are off next week, but we're going to be back on the 23rd of April. That's when the next one's going to be released. And so you'll be able to hear us. Make sure in that time you go and give us a review. You give us a five star. You give us a follow, a subscribe, anything like that. And tell your friends about it as well. Because in two weeks time, I will be rested and I won't have a cold anymore and I will be able to do Simple mathematics and talk like an actual human person. <laughs> Say dad's net rather than dad's not. Yeah, it's the second time I've done that in the last few weeks. <laughs> Brilliant news. Um, I was going to say, they pay the bills. I should know, but they don't pay. Uh, <laughs> Jack, thank you very much. Thank you. Sparky, cheers for that. Nice one, lads. And Brad, thank you very much. Boys, all the way from my splunker here in the league. <laughs> Have a good evening. Ace Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs>